and welcome to Cannabis Grand Rounds, a production by physicians with advanced degrees in cannabis medicine. Your hosts, Dr. Lee Van Oker, Dr. Les Matthews, and Dr. Hal Altman, will offer unbiased medical cannabis education for healthcare providers and the motivated public. Our content is selected with the objective to fully explore cannabis as science and medicine and pledges to reflect current cannabis knowledge with no hidden agenda nor sponsorships. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Grand Rounds. My name is Dr. Hal Altman. I'll be your host this morning. We have the distinct pleasure of interviewing Dr. Tiffany Buckley, who is from the University of Maryland's School of Pharmacy. Dr. Buckley is a PharmD and is board certified in pharmacotherapy, as well as being uh, board certified as a psychiatric pharmacist. Our intent today is to talk a little bit about the, uh, the program, the Masters of Science program at the University of Maryland, which is focused on medical cannabis as science and therapeutics. Welcome, Dr. Buckley. Thank you so much for having me, Hal. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. Probably most of our listeners really aren't aware of the Masters in Medical Cannabis Science and Therapeutics, and I think we'll abbreviate that as MCST, so it's not such a mouthful. When I started to look around for an advanced degree uh, in medical cannabis, I discovered uh, your program, and that was in the summer of 2019, and that was the inaugural uh, class that the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy offered. Very interested in hearing about how the University of Maryland took this this task on, and it, obviously it uh, is a bit of a controversial subject. There are lots of academic institutions out there that, that don't want anything to do with cannabis because of the potential impact on funding and federal funds and all that sort of thing because of the classification of cannabis. So can you give us kind of an idea of uh, how the university decided to take this jump? Yes. At the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy, we're lucky to have a whole bunch of people who really think outside the box and are innovators. So in about early 2017, the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine, they'd released this comprehensive report and they'd looked at over 10,000 scientific research abstracts on cannabis. And they made about 100 conclusions related to its therapeutic and health effects and also talked about some limitations that we have around the cannabis-based research. So we saw this report come out and we said, okay, there's, there's some data here and there's clearly a gap. A lot of professional schools are not talking about medical cannabis, but the reality of it is that people are using cannabis. People have used cannabis for centuries. And if we look back through time, we can see that some of the earliest recorded use of cannabis actually occurred in ancient Chinese text. Um, so we said, you know what, as states are legalizing this, how about we make a pathway 
where we can professionalize the face of the medical cannabis industry and help remove that stigma that has really been associated with the plant for so long. We want to make sure that because cannabis is now being legalized in so many states and a multi-billion dollar industry, that people are going to be highly educated about it and be able to work in that workforce. We have a lot of people who their ailments haven't been necessarily treated all the way with traditional pharmaceutical medications. So this is another treatment modality. And we just wanted to make sure people were utilizing medical cannabis in the most evidence-based way so that we could really affect change in a positive way. Well, that's a beautiful overview, I think. The question that I have is uh, the expertise that is represented by the faculty and how you guys educated yourselves to be able to educate your students? Yeah, that's a great question. So I remember when I was being recruited to this program, one of my preceptors said, how are you even going to figure this out? This is something that hasn't been done at all before. So a lot of the faculty that we have, I'm clinical faculty, um, so I can speak to that. They have been working in the cannabis field. I work really closely with Dr. Carrie Hempel. She has a medical cannabis practice. And so we would work together. I would do a lot of research review, talk about kind of what was what she's seeing in her practice with her patients. And then for our clinical course, we were able to really craft something that contains the latest literature and the best practices. But it's completely evolving. Our faculty is constantly involved in reading the latest literature that comes out and involved in trying to push the cannabis industry forward. So it's just a whole bunch of people who were already passionate about it and then decided to just devote more time to this and really immerse themselves in it. So the, the three stools uh, of the program as I see it is that you're teaching people the science and therapeutics. So there's an educational component to this. There's also a strong advocacy component. I think we all understand that we just don't have evidence for all the potential applications of cannabis. And the reason that we don't is because it's a Schedule One drug that doesn't uh, allow it to be studied in the traditional ways and certainly in the gold standard of randomized clinical trials. And then uh, finally, avenues of clinical research uh, trying to figure out exactly uh, what chemovars work for what conditions and whether or not there's evidence for efficacy and the consideration of toxicity and uh, all of that. Sort of starting with the educational component, can you describe the, the students that are currently enrolled? You're, you're now on your third class, I think. The first class was 2019, second 2020, and this one 2021. The course takes approximately 18 to 20 months to complete, and the students come out with a master's of science. Who are your students? That's a great question. So our students are extremely diverse. 
I've had students in my class who have been documentary filmmakers and other people who have been physicians for years and years, like yourself. So we wanted to recruit a variety of people because we believe that the workforce for medical cannabis is going to be so diverse. We have people who are practicing healthcare clinicians who can go on to provide that excellent uh, patient care. We have people who are interested in advocacy, who want to make sure that the laws around how people can utilize medical cannabis allow for us to be able to research it properly, and also who are interested in social justice. There have been a lot of people who have been incarcerated for cannabis crimes, and there are people in the program who are interested in helping these people get, um, get out of jail and decrease their sentences, especially since now the plant is legalized in certain states. There are also people who are really interested in research and want to do more of that benchtop research or clinical research on the plant. So we really feel that our strength is in the diversity of our candidates because there's gonna be a spot in the medical cannabis industry for anyone. We need lawyers, we need everyone. So we try to make our classes as accessible as possible for People with any background, all you need is a bachelor's degree to enter into our program. We also offer a variety of electives that are growing literally all the time. Um, now we have seven electives, so people can kind of determine which way they would like to go. Diversity is absolutely a strong point of the program, I think. One of the potential obstacles is the fact that you have people who have non-science degrees mixed with people who uh, have advanced science degrees, and the electives are uh, those opportunities to basically separate those two extremes. Exactly. And I think as we move forward, we've even talked about having a uh, licensed healthcare practitioner pathway or other ways that we can create pathways where people are going to be able to, or we're going to be able to meet people where they're already at and then expand on their education. So we're always open to hearing what our students have to say. And we're always thinking on the back end about how to further develop this program and make it even stronger. That's great. Just quick question about clinical research or bench research that's currently going on at the university? Yeah, so we do, I can't speak as much to the research because I'm not as actively involved in that stance. I bet when you talk to Dr. Coop, he could probably better speak to it. He might have a better idea. But I know that we do offer a research elective. Well, it used to be mandatory, now it is elective that's all about research design, where students can learn how to design these scientific studies. And we are the Dean's newest push and where she really wants us to put more energy into is research. So I'm not sure exactly how that's developing, but I know that it is something that is on the forefront that is being pushed forward. 
So one of the things that I should have opened with is the fact that at this point, this is a virtual online course offering, which really opens it up to the world. One of my team members actually was from Melbourne, Australia. So it, it's, uh, it's a chance to rub elbows with people all over the world that are interested in cannabis. From a high level, Tiffany, can you describe uh, the basic areas of the curriculum? Yes, great question. So you're right. I guess we maybe should have started with this one. But <laughs> so it is a two-year program that, as you said, has that online component mostly. It's designed to be asynchronous, which means that people can take it at any point and pick up and start a module and the information is available for them there. So the year one is really that foundational year. In year one, students will take about four classes, um, one class for each, um, we have kind of quarters, so fall A, then fall B, spring A, then spring B. But people take classes. The first one is about the medical cannabis history and culture. So in that class, people learn just the history of medical cannabis, and they talk about federal laws and policies relating to medical and non-medical use of cannabis in the United States. After that, they move on to learning about the principles of drug action and cannabinoid pharmacology. So in this course, it's a science course where they're learning about receptor theory, pharmacokinetics, pharmacodynamics, dose response relationships, because this is going to give them a backdrop for what they need in order to provide the most appropriate cannabis regimens for individual patients in the future. Next, people will take a class about the clinical effects of medical cannabis. So in this course, students will learn the patient care skills that they need to interact with patients. And we also do an introduction to the process of evidence-based medicine. So students are taught how to select, they're taught about different bias and different types of study designs and what that means for the cannabinoid-based literature. After that, students move into a basic cannabinoid chemistry and drug delivery class. So they learn about classification systems for cannabinoids and cannabinoid compound ratios and plant materials. They also learn about constituents of cannabis they talk about oils and terpenes and flavonoids and hydrocarbons. And then that is kind of the core knowledge. So after that year, students, well, during that year, students go to a symposium where now they get to come in person and they get to meet each other. They talk with experts in the field. They listen to really interesting lectures. And then eventually they move on to year two, which is primarily dominated by those electives, as well as a capstone course where students get to design kind of a final project to put everything together. For instance, I know some students who are working on business proposals for um, certain educational type 
platforms that they're introduced to hospital systems. So there is a ton in our program, but everyone goes through that foundational part about history, the science, clinical effects, and basic cannabinoid sciences. I think one of the most exciting parts is the symposium, the on-site symposium. Obviously, that was affected by the pandemic, but we had the opportunity to sit at the feet of Dr. Raphael Meshulam, who is uh, absolutely the godfather or grandfather of cannabis research. Dr. Dustin Sulak, uh, who has been in the clinical uh, business of, of cannabis for many, many years. So it's a great opportunity to learn from the best. Well, Dr. Buckley, uh, we I can't thank you enough for spending the time with us and uh, giving us this beautiful overview of the master's program at the School of Pharmacy at the University of Maryland. With your permission, we're going to invite you back so that we can talk about some of the areas of expertise that you have that being cannabis in the field of psychiatry. So again, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you. I should also say that on our website at Radio MD, we'll make sure that you have contact information for both Dr. Buckley as well as the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy's master's program. Thank you so much. All information, material, and content on this podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional and or medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment by a qualified physician or healthcare provider. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. Cannabis Grand Rounds LLC does not offer personal health or medical advice. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or call 911 immediately.